warm welcome back to this new podcast series from BMW, where we explore electric myths. I'm your host for today. I'm sat in the driving seat. My name's Charlie and I'm a racing driver and I'm joined by my co-host sat next to me. Hi, I'm Tommy and uh, I'm a tech reviewer and I review cars as well. So it's a pleasure to be here. And we're here. Well, where are we, Tommy? This is the wonderful BMW Vought where a lot of things are happening. So you can come here, you can see some, some cars, some heritage. You can also see all the latest cars like the EVs. And you know, one of the things that's great about being here is so far, I've just seen people pick up their cars, the pure joy on their faces, people clapping, just the excitement on their faces is incredible. It's really magical to see, isn't it? It is, it is indeed. Come to this space with your whole family and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, you, and also it's great we're sat in one of their cars actually. This is one of the best EVs on the market right now. It's the iX M60. It is, and it's a pretty luxurious place to sit and host this podcast. It is, it's fully loaded with loads of tech, which I love. <laughs> Definitely. So I'm going to jump in with the theme of this episode, which is that electric vehicles are expensive. Ooh, they're are expensive they? to run. I don't know. How, <laughs> you tell me, how, percentage-wise, how true do you think this myth is? I would guess and say maybe about 20%. 20%. If at all. Okay. Depends how you look at it. I mean, you know, part of the thing is that, you know, of course, electric vehicles are quite new, right? Mm -hmm. So there's not as much data to compare when you look back at the history of cars, mm -hmm. you know, we've got decades of data That's to it. compare against. Mm -hmm. And I think because that isn't there right now for electric vehicles, that there is a bit of uh, a knowledge gap with the public in terms of comparing, you know, what do you get with a petrol car? What do you get with an electric car? How do you, how do you uh, quantify that with the cost of electricity and mm -hmm. running costs and all these things? And I can appreciate, yeah, that could be a little bit, uh, it's quite a lot for someone to unravel. Yeah, true. It's, it's, I think it's a logical reason to be sceptical about the costs of, of owning uh, an EV. But I think you have to bring everything back into perspective. So the mm. long run, how much does it cost later on after you've, you've done the initial purchase? Yeah, exactly. You've got to look at what the, because the whole thing with EVs, right, is that a lot of the cost of an EV is when it's, uh, you know, when it's produced on the right. production line, right? Mm. But then, okay, you have things like there's lower production volumes of EVs right now, mm. that adds a little bit. The cost of um, extracting the, the, you know, the materials used for the batteries. So you, on one hand, you have that, but then that cost is all built into the car when you buy it. Right. Because of course, once you start using that car, you know, you're, you're putting electricity in it potentially from your home mm -hmm. uh, or from a charging point or whatever, but that's, that's actually a lot lower. Mm -hmm. You were just telling me some figures on this, weren't you? Yeah, so for example, if you compare your electric cars and, uh, you know, combustion engine car, if you were to calculate, say, over 100 kilometres of travel, it's mm -hmm. almost double in the cost of what you put into it. So seven euros versus almost 14 euros, if not more. It's that much difference. That's that much difference. Wow. So, you're saving money by driving it every day. Yeah. You're saving money by, you know, if you're saving money, let's, let's look at things like residual value. Mm -hmm. So if you were to resell it for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you're, you're making a lot more eventually, right? And then there's other things like running costs. So like road tax, mm -hmm. uh, living road taxes, non-existence basically. And also tax in a business as well. Yeah, That's yeah. the point, you know, uh, benefit in kind if benefit you're a business kind. owner. That's it. And there's like tax uh, savings schemes as well by buying electric cars, especially in the UK, for example, where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And in London, again, where I live, things like ULES zones, congestion charges, mm -hmm. you don't pay all those things. 
So there's a lot of kind of hidden costs to car ownership, which actually, as an EV owner, you're actually sidestepping a lot of those, aren't you? Yep, yep. You'd be saving a lot of money by just going EV alone. So I think that's a big, big plus. And things like warranty, I think you get so like big time on warranty, like for example, eight years uh-huh. on the battery coverage, which is for me, that's incredible. It yeah. gives you the peace of mind. Yeah, yeah, that's massive. And, you know, let's not beat about the bush here as well. You're also saving, well, you're doing a bit to try and save the planet. Oh, yeah, you're doing your bit. I mean, right? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an EV driver and, you know, every time I get in it, it fills me with this, you know, slight joy that I'm doing my bit. Yeah, that's the feel-good factor of, of driving something that you know is putting out zero emissions, right? That's it, that's it. I think on the surface level, people are, uh, you know, they see the cost of buying a brand new EV and they go, oh, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. But all they need is that education of actually, if you work it out over time, you'd be saving X amount. Yeah, and another thing to consider is that actually owning and running a petrol car is just going to become more and more expensive as things like EU7 um, emissions regulations come into force. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that um, disparity or that, that, that gap in price is actually going to increase, isn't it? Absolutely. And let's not forget your internal combustion in your car has loads of moving parts. So in comparison oh, yeah, to yeah, your okay. battery powered car. So, you know, things like changing engine oils, things like changing your timing belts and all those extra things that could go wrong. You don't have to worry about that in your EV. Because it's so few and moving parts. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I read that. Something like, a, it's like a, with a BMW electric vehicle, it's one third less running costs and servicing costs, basically. Right, right. right. There you go. So you're saving money servicing it. So, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about that as, at all. And a lot of these cars have over-the-air over the updates, um, OTA, which means actually you don't even have to visit your car manufacturers to do some of the updates. So, for example, we see range updates sometimes. We see battery updates to keep things ticking and keeping, keeping them well. You know, that's another bonus to owning an EV and saving money. Yeah. So actually, when we look at this, it's like, yeah, there are a couple of things. Like you said, 20%. There are a couple of things that are a bit more expensive, mm-hmm. but actually, on the other hand, it balances out more in the EV's favour. That's it, that's it. For those reasons, I mean, we've mentioned, I can count on my fingers right now, we've done about six different reasons <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes it a cost-saving exercise by just going EV. Yeah. Whether as a private owner or even a business owner, mm. you're saving money by just going EV. I think one of my brothers has an EV, and as a business owner himself, I'm sure he said he saved about seven or eight thousand pounds. Wow. Of personal tax. That's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of money to go on holiday with. That's a lot of money to go on holiday with, <laughs> and, yeah. to, and for me, do you remember that time in London when uh, we had that um, fuel issue, sc- uh, scarcity, where no one could get any fuel anywhere? Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was in my EV just driving past, <laughs> knowing that I can charge anywhere. It doesn't cost me as, as much to, to recharge it back up. So those scenarios make you think, actually, mm-hmm. EVs is the way to go. Yeah. It's a compelling argument. <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny because I was just driving past and I was just like... <laughs> Enjoy the queue. <laughs> Enjoy the queue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in summary, we've learned some pretty interesting things actually in this episode. Yes, we have. Really, the longer an EV is on the road, the, the bigger the impact it starts to have in terms of its overall CO2 uh, impact and footprint. Mm-hmm. And actually, the costs are quite balanced out. In fact, actually it is falling more in EV's favour. Yes, like when we look at the total running cost, mm-hmm. I think that's a big, a big thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to, the education on this needs to go beyond just us, people buying it. It has to go to the, the people selling it in the garages as well mm-hmm. and actually making it clear 
to the buyers that, look, this is the total running costs over a period of time versus that. And this is how much you could possibly be saving by going EV. And it's not as expensive as you think yeah. when you look at the bigger picture over time. Bottom line, as soon as you've got that car on the road, mm -hmm. okay, whatever you've paid for it, from that point onwards, you start saving money in terms That's of the it. fuel you're putting in it. Absolutely, absolutely. And on top of that, it's an investment in the future, right? Residual value. There we go. <laughs> Feel good factor as well. Yes. You can't beat that. Yes. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I think it's been another good Electric Myths session. And uh, if you'd like to catch up on more Electric Myths and more facts, then join us for the next podcast and make sure you tune in, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. Thanks for watching.